Just how dangerous are the Miami Dolphins who are up next on the New York Giants schedule? We get the lowdown from Omar Kelly of All Dolphins, part of the Fan Nation Network at SI.com, coming your way next. You are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode of the Locked On Giants podcast is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use promo code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. I am Patricia Traina, P-Train, and happy to have you with us. A big welcome in to all my everydayers, my subtext community members, my newcomers, and everybody in between. We appreciate you. And on today's podcast, we're getting you ready for this weekend's game against the Miami Dolphins. The New York Giants head to South Beach in search of the Get Right game. And joining me to discuss the game is Omar Kelly. Some of you might remember him. He's a longtime newspaper guy. He is now with All Dolphins, which is the Fan Nation Network site covering the Miami Dolphins, doing a great job down there. And that, that is, of course, part of the SI.com family. So, Omar, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Always a pleasure, Patricia. You joined us on the All Dolphins podcast, and we definitely return the favor. Well, you guys are the best. You and, and Alan Pubar, who... Just the absolute best. Love you guys. All right, Omar, let's get right into it. Um, I want to start, if I could, with Tua. Okay. Now, Tua, when he first came out, I know there were some questions as to, you know, what would he be? How would he come about? Can you just take me through the growth you've seen in him? Where has he made the biggest strides? And just, you know, what's his ceiling at this point? Well, I, I think his ceiling, uh, he spent the first three weeks of the season as an MVP candidate, spent about a month last year as an MVP candidate. And I think if Tua can stay healthy, uh, there's no doubt in my mind um, and uh, probably the organization's mind that he can be an MVP caliber quarterback. The big thing is, can he stay healthy? And that has been a storyline for him throughout his entire career. He's a small quarterback. Um, he leans on his accuracy, anticipation, pocket presence. He's the equivalent of probably a Drew Brees-esque quarterback in today's NFL. Um, doesn't have the strongest arm. However, he's got the ability to throw it deep, and he's certainly got the weaponry to do it. Um, right now, he still either leads or is in the top five in just about every offensive statistical category. The Dolphins still have the number one offense in the NFL. And I don't think you're going to see that change much unless Tua is injured. Uh, the biggest issue that he has right now is his offensive line. I mean, no, nobody's going to feel sorry for you guys uh, considering all uh, what the Giants are going through. But um, right now, they're probably going to have to play this game without Teron Armstead, their, their, their book and Pro Bowl left tackle who got rolled up under um, in, in last week's game and last week's loss to the Bills. And then they've got, uh, they're probably, I would say it's a 50-50 call whether Connor Williams plays in Sunday's game because he's he was shelved last week with a growing injury. Um, Connor Williams, I would argue to anybody that he's the second best offensive lineman the Dolphins have. 
Um, he's a force in the run game. Snapping, eh, it's a little bit questionable. Um, but right now they had Liam Eichenberg replacing him, and that was the former starting left guard who lost his job to Isaiah Wynn. And trust me, it was brutal. It was ugly. And um, Bills, a part of the reason that they got blown out by the Bills was because Buffalo consistently got four-man rush, uh, beating five offensive linemen and sometimes six protectors, including the fullback and the tight end. And if the Giants can replicate that, oh, I feel sorry for Miami because Tua was hit, he was constantly harassed, and that's not going to lead to a much productivity for the quarterback. You mentioned uh, Miami got blown out uh, by the Bills. I think earlier this season, they did some blowing out of their own against Denver. So kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum, where is the mindset right now of this Miami team, you know, having gone through, you know, embarrassing somebody and then getting embarrassed? Uh, you know what's interesting? I don't think the mindset has changed at all. I think that they're they're locked in, and this is something that's new to me and is strange because I've covered the Dolphins for 15 years. This team is talking about Super Bowl and playing in February, and they have been since OTAs. They believe that they have the talent and the capabilities to make it to the big dance. Um, they believe that they are are one of the best offenses in the NFL and will continue to be one of the best offenses in the NFL. And as Tua says, if you don't talk about it, how could it happen? How could you, uh, you know, you got, if you believe it, you got to talk about it. And so for them, the consistent thing has always been, and I, and I got to commend them for this. It's about getting better each week and continuing to progress forward and get better and peak at the right time. And in fact, after that Denver loss, Tua said, this is something that's going to be good for this team because it's going to be a wake-up call for some people who thought we were better than we were. Well, Buffalo was a reality check. I'm sure the Bills looked at that 50-point victory and was like, okay, we got to put our big boy pants on now. I, that was probably the first week that I hadn't heard any trash talk from Bills fans, Bills Mafia, uh, for an entire week. Not a word. It was like the whole fan base just zipped it up, threw away the key, and they just waited till Sunday. And I think the, the the Bills were locked in on that game, trying to send a message to Miami that, hey, we're still top dogs in this division, and Josh Allen is still your daddy. And they delivered that message. Now the question is, what will Miami do with that? And and you know, you say the get right game because oh my God, we had, that question was asked to to uh to Mike McDaniel. Um, is there such a thing as a get right game? And he just went off about, you know, and it's true every week somebody can get you. If you don't prepare right, the ball bounces funny on you. You get the wrong injury at the wrong time. You have the bad a bad matchup. And to be honest with you, I think this is a kind of a bad matchup game because the strength of New York Giants' team is their defensive line. Well, if we're going to be honest about it, especially with injuries. The weakness of the Miami Dolphins is their offensive line. All it takes is one hit, and to it out the game is the neutralizer. You know, on, on the flip side, the Giants, as you know, their offensive line has had some struggles as well as some injuries. But I want to ask you in particular, because this, this matchup also concerns me, besides the Giants' offensive line versus the Miami defensive front, but the speed that the Dolphins have at receiver against that young Giants defensive secondary, a secondary that has not 
take had a a, a takeaway yet. That's a concern for me. I mean, this is a, a Dolphins unit that I believe can get you deep down the field. They can get you yards after catch. They can get you every which way possible. Yeah. I mean, how do you slow this team da- that that uh, unit down if you are the Giants? Well, I think there's two approaches that I've seen be used relatively successfully. Uh, New England used a three safety approach where they kept three safeties over the back end of their secondary. And that's a Bill Belichick special. And you could tell it kind of created some confusion and some some concern. And, hey, maybe we need to stop trying to hit, hit you over the head deep. I mean, what if you if you know the Dolphins offense, they ha- they use their speed and, and Robbie Chosen is, is, a, is a new guy in, involved in the speed game to stretch you deep. Then they use their outside zones runs to stretch you vertically. So if I'm stretching you vertically and I'm stretching you deep, there's going to be, you know, the middle of the field is compromised. And that's really where the Dolphins do majority of their eating. So follow that up with Buffalo. They got a four man rush press the cornerbacks, put safeties over the top of them, and then crowded the middle of the field with the linebackers. And I'm not saying that that had success because I, I think if Tua had time or wasn't harassed as much as he was um, or Buffalo was forced to blitz a little bit more than they were, I think he probably would have done better. But um, certainly everybody's approach to Miami is cloud the middle of the field, crowd the middle of the field, and and – and force Tua either to throw laterally or throw down the field. Um, I, I'm of the opinion that that strategy isn't going to work consistently. Or, But if you're going to blitz him, which everybody in the world thinks that the Giants are going to do, he's probably just going to pick you apart. Yeah, that's certainly done. Martindale, you know, you saw him enough when he, when he was with uh, Baltimore. He, he still likes to blitz. That has not changed. You're listening to the Locked On Giants podcast with Patricia Trena and special guest Omar Kelly. We're going to take a quick break, Giant fans, and we'll be right back with more on the potential for the Giants to get things right against the Dolphins. Don't go anywhere. Hey, Giant fans, if you are looking for the most comfortable pair of pants or shorts that you'll ever wear, then you got to check out Bird Dogs. Bird dogs are not only comfortable, but they'll make you look good too. Their stretch cocky shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. And unlike other shorts and pants, bird dogs aren't made of that stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs are made with a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so that you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. And best of all, bird dogs uses an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. I just got another couple of pairs recently from my husband, and he loves them. They have become his go-to apparel whenever it's he's around the house or he's doing yard work or just sitting on the couch. And if he likes them, I know you will too. And right now, Bird Dogs will send you a free water bottle with your order. Simply go to birddogs.com slash NFL or enter the promo code LOCKEDONNFL to get your free gift with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NFL or promo code locked on NFL for a free water bottle. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Locked On Giants podcast. You got me, Patricia Trina, P Train, with special guest Omar Kelly of All Dolphins, part of the Fan Nation Network and SI.com. 
sports channel sister site to Giants Country, the site that I also contribute to. So happy to have Omar on the program. Longtime beat writer covering the Miami Dolphins knows his stuff. Uh, I remember the old X's and Omar show oh, that you yeah. used to do. Yes, I was a big fan of that when, when you used to run that. So just had to throw that out. All right, Omar, we're talking about the Giants-Dolphins matchup. And I've got to ask you, there is a outside chance Saquon Barkley returns. Now, Saquon Barkley today in practice, and today being Wednesday, I'm referring to as we record this, was did some team drills for the first time since his high ankle sprain. If Saquon is part of that offensive game plan Sunday, how does that change what the Dolphins need to do on defense? The Dolphins, I know that, you know, from a statistical standpoint, their run defense is, I believe, at the bottom third of the league. They've had some problems there. So what can Saquon Barkley's presence, do you think, do to maybe stress that defense even more? Well, let's be real about it. You'll probably be playing with a 70% Saquon Barkley, which I don't necessarily think is the greatest idea, but Hey, or, you know, I, I'm, I'm not his agent or, or his family member um, in a contract year. Um, however, I remember a year that Saquon was coming back from a knee injury. And I believe the dolphins were like the first game that he played and it was a disaster. Um, I, I can't remember statistically what he did, but it, he just didn't have the same burst. He didn't have the same quick first step. He didn't have the same change of directions. Um, and, and it contributed to Miami pulling off the win. Now, last year, he gained 55 yards on, I believe, 10 carries, which is which is pretty substantial. Um, but, you know, the Giants couldn't get their offense going. I, I think the Dolphins will definitely prepare for Saquon Barkley, but for, be prepared for Matt Breida, who – this team is 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 very familiar with considering um, 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 Mike McDaniel coached him with the 49ers. So uh, either way, it's it's a no win situation for the Giants, with the exception of the fact that Miami's run defense, I would argue, is probably their biggest liability. If you have an offensive line that can move their defensive tackles, they are not holding the line and. Unfortunately for the Giants, I'm not sure you have that. From from I don't know how good your practice squad players are, but uh, I'm not I'm not sure you have that on your roster right now. At, at least not healthy offensive linemen who can do it. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Andrew Thomas's absence huge because the Giants just they they get a lot of their yardage running to the left side, the left tackle, the left end. Andrew Thomas isn't in there. You know, Joshua Zudu's in at left left tackle for him. Not horrible, but not Andrew Thomas. Nobody's Andrew Thomas. Absolutely. When I looked at that injury report and saw all five starters are are, are, are injured or, or battling an injury, it's like, oh, I don't know about that. Uh, very bad. I can understand what the line is as big as it is in Vegas. Yeah, I'm I'm concerned about that offensive line. I think a lot of gi- people who follow the Giants are. Yeah. Omar, you know, I, I looked up um, – the Dolphins defense and how they do with situational football, you know, third down red zone. They've had some struggles there. What have teams done basically to, to have success in those situations? <laughs> Get there. <laughs> Besides that. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's been a struggle right now for this defense. I think that the 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 biggest challenge for Dolphin fans, and you know every fan base has their own challenge. Giants fans are probably pulling out their hair because they're thinking, we're a playoff team last year. What's happened? Well, these are growing pains, and you've got no offensive line. Um, but for Miami, they changed their defensive coordinator, hired Vic Fangio, who's got a ridiculous resume, um, well-accomplished reputation. Uh, but it's been a complete contrasting of styles. This personnel fit the old style that would, would do well under Wayne Martindale. And I don't know if they fit this new style, um, this this approach where it's the bend but don't break, keep everything in front of you, um, you know, clamp down when we get into the red zone, blitz when you have, blitz when, you, when they're not expecting it, um, but really last resort. And and force turnovers it's just not happening it it and for whatever reason they like to say that um it's it's you know it's it's growing pains you know we got to get adjusted to it too many players are trying to make the superstar plays and not do their assignment you 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 you've heard all of that before patricia uh what i could tell you is it does not look good um it's not productive I think you can beat them any possible way that you want as, you know, you can beat them with, with an elite receiver. I don't think you have one of those, but you beat them with an elite receiver. You can beat them with a, a, a tight end. You could beat them with a running game. Um, whatever way you want to beat them, they've been beaten. Uh, they, they've been challenged this year. Uh, the question is, how long will it take them to get their act together? Yeah. You know, I look at the Giants offense and something that they haven't done enough of, and I think they need to start doing, is take some deep shots early in the game. The Giants, you know, in every game they play, they start off, they run the ball, they get some success, and then they get away from running the ball. And then it's like, okay, it's almost predictable. Against this Miami defense, I mean, if, if the Giants were to come out swinging, so to speak, I mean... Do you think it's something a, a tactic that could maybe have some success, or do you think you know it's it's at a point where no matter what the Giants try to do on offense, you know they're just going to be overmatched? No, I, I definitely think if you open it up and try to air it out, uh, I don't know if it, especially if you don't have a Saquon Barkley, it could play to your benefit because the secondary they they they're really struggling to find a third cornerback since Jalen Ramsey suffered a season ending, oh, not season ending, um, suffered an MCL sprain in the first week of training camp, and he's not expected back till December, hopefully. Um, I think they're on their third cornerback out there um, in the boundary, and and Cater Coe, who is, who is a nickel cornerback, he's been playing on the boundary, so a third guy's been coming into the game when he goes on to the nickel, uh, and Cater just got roasted by Stephon Diggs for three touchdowns, so You know, the the number one thing that teams aren't doing is they're not challenging Xavier Howard. They're they're, they're kind of staying away from him. Um, What would happen if they challenged uh, Xavier Howard? I have no idea because you really haven't seen it that much with the exception of some double move plays. Uh, But the secondary safeties are pretty good. I think your best approach would probably be to attack the linebackers with Darren Waller just because, um, they really haven't proven that they can get the job done from a coverage standpoint or f- from a run-stopping standpoint. 
And speaking of Darren Waller, we're going to talk matchups in the next segment coming up right after this. Again, you got Patricia Trena of Locked on Giants with special guest Omar Kelly. We'll be right back. Hey, Giant fans, if you're looking for a fun and different way to play fantasy football this season, you need to check out Prize Picks. Just pick two or more players, predict their stats, and sit back and see how they perform. It takes less than 60 seconds to make an entry, and best of all, you can turn a few bucks into some nice cash with the right projections. Prize Picks is the number one daily fantasy sports app known for its quick and easy withdrawals, easy gameplay, and wide selection of players and stat types. And they offer weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday, when each Tuesday Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So what are you waiting for? Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use the promo code LOCKEDONNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash NFL, And that promo code is NFL for your first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Hey, Giant fans, football season is here and Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On NFL Kickoff Live. Every Friday, Locked On will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Hosts Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and much more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know their teams better than anybody else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Welcome back, everybody, to the Locked On Giants podcast. I'm Patricia Trainer, joined by Omar Kelly of All Dolphins, longtime Miami Dolphin beat writer. Of course, all Dolphins part of the Fan Nation Network, which is an SI channel. So check out their work. He and Alan Pupar do a great job down there. And Omar, let's talk about matchups. Really, you know, the matchups that you think on each side of the ball can make or break this game. Yeah, let's start with Dexter Lawrence. Um, monster player, pocket presence, um, pocket collapser. Um, depending on who's playing center, if it's definitely Liam Meikenberg, um, that would be a scary matchup for, for Miami. Um, and, and then you've got their backup left tackle, um, Kendall Lamb, who has honestly played admirably in, in Teron Armstead's absence. He hasn't been one of the issues or reliabilities on the offensive line, but this is a guy who's probably going to be starting his 33rd career game, a 30-year veteran, a journeyman. Um, at, at some point, uh, somebody's going to get the best of him, uh, whether it be power or athleticism. I really don't know yet because I haven't seen it yet. But I think Thibodeau could certainly, or Orgelari, could certainly create some presence, some some, some issues for him. Um, one brings you speed. One brings you a combination of speed and power. So uh, that that's definitely going to be interesting to see. That's a matchup that I'm very, very interested in seeing. Um, and then Darren Waller, who I would have expected to have a hotter start in this season for the Giants, uh, that that I, I you know I know Brian Dable's offense and and it definitely could utilize a, a tight end and just hasn't been the case. I don't know if Waller is is completely healthy, but I I, I definitely would have expected probably 
significantly more production from him early in the season. Maybe it's a chemistry issue. And then the other thing, I, 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 I he, that matchup he's going to be with David is probably pretty much going to be covered by David David Long. Um, it's been okay, um, very inconsistent, uh, but that's going to be a a really big matchup. That's probably going to determine the outcome of the game. And 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 then. Daniel Jones and his scrambling. Uh, I know I looked up his stats. His pass rating is horrendous. Um, obviously, he's not doing a lot that that that's helping his team win. Um, considering what he's got around him, I could definitely understand. But his scrambling, the one thing over the years that has always given the Miami Dolphins challenges is a scrambling quarterback. And Daniel Jones definitely fits the mold. You guys had Brian Dable as your offensive coordinator. Now, granted, it was 2011. 11, the last time the Giants won a Super Bowl, actually. But, you know, as, as you've watched Dable, and, uh, you know, you used to see him a lot, obviously, when he was uh, the offensive coordinator with the Bills and stuff. How has that offense that he runs evolved? And, and how do you think it can maybe play into the weaknesses of the Dolphins? You know, I can honestly tell you, I can't tell you how it's evolved because he's had so many stops and, and it's, I, and I don't watch the giants that much. So I'm familiar with it from many of his multiple stops, including uh, the Buffalo bills and Alabama. Uh, I'm, I'm amazed at how much he's helped Daniel Jones clean up his game. Cause I was not a big believer in Daniel Jones. And as I'm sure most giants fans were, weren't um, until he started to produce last season, I, I think Dayball's approach has always been to be aggressive um, or, or from, from my experience, maybe that was the quarterback that, that we had, which was Matt Moore. Um, it, it's to be aggressive in terms of taking what the offense, what the defense gives you. And, oh boy, they're going to keep every, if you're, if you're talking about that for the Dolphins, they're just going to keep everything in front of you. Um, so you, even though you have a strategy of attacking teams deep, Oh, yeah, the Dolphins are going to be backed up so much. You can you can take the fifteen yard slant, but you're not not going to beat them deep over the top. Omar, a question I always like to ask of a, of a imposing of an opponent's uh, reporters: Who's the one guy on the team, or maybe one or two guys that nobody's really talking about a whole lot, but should be talking about as it pertains to maybe this game coming up? Oh, um, Andrew Van Ginkle who the Dolphins re-signed to a special team salary, $2.65 million um, after they acquired Bradley Chubb and paid him $110 million and drafted Jalen Phillips in the first round. And Vic Fangio has really taken a liking to Andrew Van Ginkle. First, he started him as the inside linebacker in the nickel package. And then when Jalen Phillips was sidelined, he put Van Kinkle into a starting role as an edge player, which is what he served as his previous four seasons with Miami. And the guy has really come alive. Um, he is their number one pass rushing threat. He's got the spin move that he's seemingly learned in year five of his career. And it's been quite effective, it's like a whirlwind spin move and, and allows him to shed blockers. Uh, he, Van Ginkle's always been a player who's always around the ball. Um, but now you're seeing him start to be more impactful as a defensive player. He's just he's just playing with a little bit of grown man strength, as they say. Um, he doesn't look like much, but he's he's definitely been producing. 
And then finally, Omar, you know, we've talked about matchups and weaknesses and strengths and whatnot, but what's the X factor, do you think, for this game that maybe gives one team the advantage over the other? Yeah, I think the X factor to the game adds is the X factor to any game the Dolphins play is keep to his jersey health, keep to his jersey clean, keep him upright, keep him healthy. Um, and that comes down to the Dolphins offensive line protecting him. And I would say the Giants probably might have the third best defensive line that they'll face all season. Clearly the Jets are on the schedule. Maybe the fourth. I probably maybe put Tennessee ahead of, of, of the Giants. Um, the, the Eagles are on the schedule. They've already faced the Bills. They're going to play them twice. Hell, the Jets, that, that's a pretty tough defensive line as well. So, but the Giants are no slouches. Uh, they've certainly got, uh, you know, Leonard Williams and and Dexter Lawrence and um, even A. Robinson. I'm I'm a I'm a fan of his from I believe it was the, the Rams. Um, so they have some big bodies. It's it, it's not necessarily speed that can beat this Dolphins offensive line. It's power, um, and the, the 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 Giants have a lot of power on their defensive line. Well, it's going to be a hot one down there, not just oh, because yeah. of the Miami Heat. That's, that's, that's the equalizer. What you'll see is your teams will, will wilt away midway through the third quarter. Um, so if, if you're the Giants, you better be rotating your players in the first half because um, they're going to be out of gas, if not needing an IV by the fourth, fourth quarter if it's hot and humid down here in South Florida. September, October has always been to Miami's advantage. Well, fortunately, it's been unseasonably warm up here in the Northeast. So, I mean, well, we you still don't know warm yet. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I've been down to Florida. I'm familiar with it. Omar Kelly, thank you so much for all the insight on the Miami Dolphins. You can find his work, ladies and gentlemen, on All Dolphins, which is the Fan Nation site covering the Miami Dolphins, part of the SI.com channel. And you can find him on Twitter also at Omar Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y. Check him out. He's always dropping little dimes and information. Oh, uh, really good. And uh, just happy to have you, have had you on the program, Omar. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Anytime. All right, Giant fans. That's going to do it for us today. That's going to wrap up our week. We're going to send you into the weekend. Wish you well. And let's hope the Giants get right against the Miami Dolphins. Toll order, but... Hey, that's why you show up to play the game. We will talk to you on Monday, Giant fans. Have a great one.